Gather round, children, and pull a stump up to the fire. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. It is your host of the most hopsy baby boy. Slight delay in the program this week. I actually, it's been a week. There's an absence. There was a week absence of project content. And that is completely my fault. And it could only be my fault because I am literally the only person involved with this produ- the production of this program. And I um, started working again full time. Started last Friday there. Back on the roof. We're in the roofing game again, and uh, honestly, I just uh, I screwed up. I, I messed up. Uh, I was busy. I was I was getting up early, staying up late, and uh, I just uh, I need to get a hold of myself. And I knew last Sunday I wasn't doing anything, and I was like, I, I should be recording one right now. And uh, I thought I'd be able to sneak one in midweek, and uh, it just unfortunately wasn't able to happen. And there's honestly no excuse. There's there's just no excuse, okay? And that, that's unacceptable, and I hold myself accountable. And I hold myself to a, to a certain accord that um, it's just, it is what it is at this point, okay, folks? I will make it up to you, that I guarantee. There's one thing I take very, very seriously, and that's my listener's respect, okay? So you can fucking guarantee that. Folks, not a political podcast, all right? I haven't said that in a, in a very long time, and this isn't the chance to, to turn it into one. But I have to address something on this program uh, because it's it's something that could affect a program such as this, and that is Bill C-10. Bill C-10, I'm sure most of you have heard about it. A lot of talk going on in Canada about this uh, this past week. It's uh, been blown up a little bit. Uh, we even got like things like the CBC is uh, going right back at the Liberal Party, which is something that you don't see. It's refreshing. It's fun to see. Folks, what is Bill C-10? Um, it's a bunch of jargon, a bunch of bullshit, and um, what it really is, is it has good intentions when you read it and what they're actually trying to do, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the CRTC, that's the Canadian Radio Telecommunications fucking Committee or whatever it stands for, that's what it means, um, they are going to start regulating uh, things like Netflix, YouTube, uh, our streaming platforms, much like they do with our news programs, our radio programs, and whatnot. But uh, that wouldn't be too crazy. I don't think there would be too big of a problem with that um, until there was an exclusion made from the bill. And I don't know exactly when this happened. This was in recent months that now they want the CRTC to be able to uh, basically oversee user-generated content meaning the stuff that you and I create on social media, the stuff that we put on Facebook, uh, YouTube, all that bullshit. They want the CRTC to be able to mandate and give us regulations on the shit that we can create, meaning stuff like this podcast. So if that's going to be the case, I can tell you right now that they can go and get fucked, to be honest. Um, There was a brilliant interview gone disastrous that was on uh, Power and Politics with the CBC, and that's hosted by a fella named David Common, who I wasn't too familiar with until I came across his interview. But after watching it, I'm a bit of a fan of this guy. This guy's a bit of a straight shooter. Um, he has on the heritage minister, Stephen Gilbo. Gilbo? I'm going to say Gilbo Baggins. I'm saying his name wrong for sure. Gilbay? Gilbo. Doesn't matter. 
Um, and he is the minister of heritage or whatever you call it. And I had to look up what the hell that means. And basically when you're the minister of heritage, you're in charge of the media, the arts, that bullshit. And for those of you who don't know this already in Canada, there are things already like brought forth by the CRTC, like with our, with our TV, with our radio and all this stuff, there has to be, there's an amount of Canadian content it's called CanCon that has to be put on the radio, that has to be put on their TV, that has to be put in the art and stuff that's coming out, the media that's coming out in Canada. So, I mean, that's a good thing, I guess. I mean, it is a good thing because, you know, we're, we're showcasing Canadian talent. We're doing that, yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, does it, does it showcase Canadian talent or does it give life and, and does it give a look to a bunch of artists and people who really aren't that good at what they do and are just getting the light because they can and they have to now. I mean, are we, is that the case? I don't know. You can make that argument. That's not what I'm about to do here. But that the, the base of Bill C-10 is they're going to try and say that they're going to, you know, make the CRTC monitor things like Netflix, YouTube, Facebook, and that shit on terms of how much Canadian content they're probably going to provide. They want to protect the Canadian culture. That's what they keep saying. But you watch this Power and Politics interview, David Common asked the guy simple questions about why at the beginning of the proposed Bill C-10, was there an exclusion from the CRTC mandating an overlook over user-generated content, and then now that exclusion has been removed, meaning that the CRTC is allowed to monitor and regulate user-generated content, to which when he's asked about this on, on the interview on TV, he, he has no reason. He, he can't even answer the question. It's about a two-minute, three-minute clip that I found on Twitter, and I, and I retweeted it. And it's honestly painful to watch. He's asking them like simple questions like, why was there an exclusion to user-generated content, and now there isn't? And he, he, couldn't, he, just, he couldn't even come up with an answer. He has no reason. He's trying to say that the goal, the mandate of it is not to do things like regulate user-generated content. But, I mean, come on, folks. It's exactly what they're going to fucking do. It is 100% what they're going to do. Saw an article yesterday that there's no plans to change Bill C-10, even though there is immense public outcry. There really is. Yesterday, I literally looked up the MP in my region and I emailed him. And I said that as a Canadian, Bill C-10 does not stand for me. At the end of the day, all it's going to do is it's essentially just taking away our freedom of speech. Um, yada, yada, yada. Okay, I don't want to go down that line. But if I was, if I was uh, you know, someone that was taking this shit seriously, I would, uh, I would fucking email your MP right now. I would pause this program or continue listening to it as such while you email them because I, I seriously did that yesterday and, and we got, this is bullshit. So um, this guy can kick, kick rocks and pound sand. Uh, I had to look into him, but this guy literally looks like a guy that should be selling cold brew at a Starbucks while there's a poetry convention going on in the back corner. That's what this guy looks like. I want to punch him right in the face. Joking. You can't say that. I Maybe I shouldn't say that. The CRT is probably going to fucking look at this project, this program right now and shut it right down. All right. This guy's such a... A fucking loser. I go and I go and click on his Instagram. It made me oh my god! I wanted to snap. One of his first pictures is I don't know. I'm assuming it's an Alberta politician. The guy's running around with one of those I love Alberta, I love oil and gas shirts. I love oil and gas. And then he puts a picture of him right next to it that says something like I don't love oil and gas or something like that or all trees matter. I don't know something stupid. But basically, he was chirping the guy for wearing the shirt saying I love oil and gas. And honestly, when I when I saw that, I just wanted to I wanted to start smashing my head against the ground because that man when people start like bitching about oil and stuff in Canada I actually get upset and I don't just say stuff like that because I'm from Alberta but it's just the absolute stupidity and the 
I guess it's, I would call it ignorance from a lot of Canadians in terms of the oil industry in Canada and how negative it is and how bad it is for the environment. Shut your fucking mouth. I'm dead serious. Last year in Canada, in 2019, Canada spends $18.9 billion on importing oil. Billion dollars on importing oil. While we sit on a just, I mean, I'm not going to look it up right now. I think there might be the biggest oil reserves in the world. Are they? They're, if, if they're not the biggest, they're one of. We're just sitting on a gold mine. We're not developing our resources, but the demand for the resource does not stop because we aren't developing it ourselves. So uh, the thing that pisses me off about Canada so much, Canada, people are always, we got celebrities, we got Greta Thunberg flying across the country to bitch at Albertans, to bitch at Alberta about the oil sands. So we act, we're, we don't develop them to the capacity that we should and could. And then we're, we're, we're green by doing so. We're greener by doing so. The demand for oil doesn't go anywhere, folks. We still need oil. Oil's not going anywhere. We're 19, almost $19 billion in foreign oil. Are you kidding me? That's like six, that's 6,600,000 6, barrels a day. It's insanity. And I mean, the way I look at it too, if you don't think that that, that, that shit's coming out of the ground one day, you're lost. If we don't develop, it's not going to stay in there. One day that shit is sure as hell coming out of the ground. So I mean, why don't we do it? I, I'm all for the environment and I want our environment to prosper. But Canada is responsible for something like 3% of emissions. So if you're against oil and gas, turn off this show right now. I'm serious. I don't even care. Bye. We don't need it. All right. I'm not some big, I'm not some rig pig over here like, you know, tooting and clanking the hammers together, acting like I'm some blue collar beauty right now. I just think it just absolutely asinine. And the whole, the relationship towards, I guess, the thoughts and feelings we have towards the oil sands is, is ass asinine to me. Canada's, it almost seems like Canada's too big of a country to even understand. Like I've lived in Ontario for a long time, lived in uh, out East for a while too. And I don't think people realize how important the oil sands are for the country as a whole. So I'm not going to talk on that anymore, but like, come on, wake the fuck up. Again, this isn't a, this isn't a political podcast, folks. So we just got to relax. Okay. Everyone calm down before I start literally smacking my head against walls over here. Uh, I, I mean, I, folks, I don't, I had a rough one last night. I had a rough one last night, had a couple beverages by the fire. Um, stayed up so late. I, I think I fell asleep at the fire. I am in the weeds right now, not feeling too good. It's two o'clock on Sunday as I record this. And, um, until I turned on this microphone, I, I, I barely got my head out between my hands and knees. I was just, uh, I wasn't doing well, not doing well at all. Um, girlfriend's mother redoing the kitchen and we had a lad over contractor tearing apart the pantry and uh, they have the wood. They are taking the lumber and they're about to throw it out. And I looked at him. I said, you drop that fucking shit right now, boy. You drop that wood right in the ground. You don't even look at it. Don't you dare put that in the back of your truck or I'll put you in the back of your truck and I'll roll it off the fucking hill. No, I'm joking. I said, drop that lumber there, boy. And what did I do? I stripped the nails off it, uh, took some screws out of her and I sold it on fucking marketplace, Facebook marketplace for $100. Sold 13 pieces of lumber for a hundred bucks. Lumber prices since the pandemic, they've gone up like 250%, I think. Like, it's probably cheaper to buy a house than build one right now. It's, it's crazy. And the saddest part is, I don't know, but like, I've heard some talk. Like, these prices will never go down. They might drop 15 20%, but we're never going to get pre-pandemic lumber and hardware prices. It's fucking insane. 
So I thought, why burn the wood? Uh, someone's going to want it. Someone's going to need it. I literally, this shit was in the wall yesterday. And now it's some guy's driving back home to London. Going to put it in his basement, he says. So think about that, folks. Oh, God, it was hilarious, though. This morning, I get woken up. My phone's just dinging in my ear. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? I wake up on the couch in the basement. Didn't even make it to bed. And I look down at my phone. And this guy's like, where the fuck are you at? And I'm like, oh, shit. This is the guy to buy the lumber. So I had to fly around, put some clothes on, and hopped in the truck. And Because when I, when I do Kijiji deals, they ain't coming to my house. I'm not getting murdered on my front step trying to sell a guy three pieces of wood. So I met him at the community center, rolled over there, and uh, yeah, made, made the deal. It was a beautiful thing. Kind of, kind of felt good. I had a bidding war going on on my phone for lumber. I asked 100 bucks, and I was trying to mess with people. Like I was literally trying to get more than I asked for, which you can do on Kijiji. It's not hard. You, what you say, you go, you go hey, buddy, um, some fella just messaged me with the asking price. But you messaged me first. If you're willing to give me 120 bucks, that wood's going to be yours. Because I want to honor you messaging me first. And that's what you do, folks. That's how you make money. All right? That's what you learned today from me. Anyways, um, kind of hilarious. It was fun. It was a good time. But um, now I'm trying to sell the counter. Not sure if that's going to get any bites. But uh, don't be afraid. Facebook Marketplace is hilarious. The place is buzzing. And there's something about going back and forth with people when they're trying to negotiate with you that I just find enthusing. Uh, also shows you a lot about my financial situation. I'm selling scrap lumber for cash. All right? Not going too well. But working full time again. So things will be going good. Things will be going good. Folks, another thing I have a little bit of a, a tidbit of a problem with. And uh, if you're a listener of the show, you are not allowed to do this because I said so. Um, if you get a vaccine and you change your Facebook profile picture, put the vaccine filter on. If you make it a story on social media, if you post it on Twitter or anywhere, you should punch yourself right in the fucking face, please. And if you don't want to do it, I'll do it for you. Don't do that. Definitely don't, don't change your profile picture to I'm vaccinated. Okay. I, I just, I don't know what kind of a world we live in right now, but definitely don't do that. Okay. If you don't do that, you'll be better off, okay? I think so. Don't start doing that. And another thing, actually, now that we're, on the, we're talking about social media, I'll mention this briefly. Um, I, I, made, I made this an Instagram story a little while ago, and I actually got a lot of clap back because I could tell. It, I struck a chord with a lot of people, but a lot of people need to hear it, and you're going to hear it from me right now. Um, that memory, that story that you're resharing from a memory a couple years back that you're putting on your Instagram, your Snapchat especially, maybe on Facebook, um, it didn't age very well, all right? Nobody gave a flying fuck then, and uh, no one gave, no one definitely gives a fuck now. I can guarantee it. So just save yourself the hassle and, and don't post it, okay? Don't do it. I definitely don't give a shit about where you were three years ago to the day. I don't. So don't do that, okay? Perfect. If you stop doing that, I think we'd be a, we'd be a lot better off. All right. Perfect. Folks, at oftentimes I wonder: Is the NHL the worst marketed sport in the world? Is it the worst marketed sport ever of all time? And I think it very well could be. It, no, actually, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it is. That's gonna be my claim. It is. Um, hockey drives me nuts man is there another sport where like people try so desperately hard to get people who don't like the sport to like it do you know what i mean 
Like, I've never seen a group of people who enjoy something, like, care so much about people's thoughts that don't enjoy the fucking sport. Do you know what I mean? There is not another sport that changes and, I guess, caters to the needs of the casual fan who is barely interested in the sport to begin with, who won't be interested in the sport in years to come, and is likely not going to be any chance of a revenue maker for the league at all. The league loves catering to these people and these people who have no effect on the game and aren't even in the arena in the first place. The people that just run their hands on Twitter and social media and stuff. And honestly, it starts with the media and hockey media. And at the moment, hockey media is pissing me off so much lately that I almost hope for the demise of cable TV so that these guys can shut their mouths and stop talking. And then I wonder what will happen when cable TV does evaporate. What will it look like in terms of analysts? What kind of programming? Where are we going to get our highlights? Are we going to be only seeing highlights on Instagram and stuff? Shit's going to change really quick here. I bet you in the next 10 years, that whole landscape, it's going to be entirely different. I'm excited to see what that'll bring. But what I, I, I constantly just want to smash my fucking face watching, listening to these guys. And it's the ones talking about hockey, man. Like... <clears throat> Starts with this incident the other night. There's absolute outrage brought up during the Toronto Maple Leafs Vancouver Canucks game from the other night. That was during midweek this week. I think it was Thursday night. Doesn't matter when it was. But Edler, I think he hit Hyman. I didn't even see the hit. I wasn't watching the game. He knees Hyman, and Simmons goes and fights him, beats the absolute piss out of him. Edler never fought once in his career yet. He gets his absolute head knocked in. And uh, apparently, yeah, he had a welt on his face. You know, it obviously doesn't look good. And then you get uh, just Canucks. It started with Canucks media just going absolutely berserk about it, saying that, what happened to the code? What about the code? Where's the code? I I mean, people love talking about the code. What the fuck is the code? I've never heard anyone say the code before. Only people in the media they're talking about the code. Oh no, what's the what's the code? There is no fucking code. Edler fucking knees Hyman, one of their good players, and people are calling for Simmons' head for doing his job. Simmons was literally, I think, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this exactly correct. He was scratched like eight or nine games in a row or something, I think. He was out of the lineup forever. And if, he, if you're Wayne Simmons brought in to play that physical style of hockey and you're on the ice when someone knees one of your better players, and you don't do anything, that's the perfect way to be sitting up in the stands again for another nine games. So what did you think he was going to fucking do? Just let it happen? Like, it's the outrage which is blowing my mind. People are acting like he went over there and just started thumping his head without him even asking. In hockey, there's an instigator rule now. You don't have to agree to fight. You will be penalized if you are a player who fights someone who is not a willing combatant. You will be penalized for that. Edler could have done that. He dropped his gloves. He agreed to fight. He got his ass kicked. End of story. This isn't a story for the next day on media talking about, they're like, what if it was Quinn Hughes? What if it was so-and-so? Is there a height threshold to the code? The code, the code, the code. It's all these guys who have never played a game of hockey in their life talking about the code. What the fuck is the code? There's no code when it comes to retribution. Retribution, this is eye for an eye. This isn't society. The same things that you can do in hockey do not fly 
in society. It's not the same thing. I had Nick Kiprios on the other day. He straight up said on the show, eye for an eye. I wouldn't tell my kids to do that in the, on the playground, but this isn't the playground. This is hockey. And you can, we can fight. It's a tool. So there's just all this outcry. And then I see guys like Farhan Lalji. He's making a tweet about it. First of all, Farhan, if I wanted you to, if I wanted to read something about the CFL, yeah, I'll fucking give you a shout. Don't, shut up about hockey, Farhan. I'm sick of you. And what does he do? He starts tweeting about it, how he doesn't like it, how it's, it's brutal and it doesn't need to happen. And then he starts getting in a Twitter argument with Matthew Barnaby, 15 year NHL veteran, Matthew Barnaby. And Barnaby's going on saying, I keep hearing all this talk about the code. I played 15 years in the NHL, not heard one word of the code the entire time I was there. What's the code? And then Farhan starts going back at him. And then, and then it's, it's not like you, you don't have to play in the NHL or have played hockey to have an opinion. But when it's something that like you clearly just don't understand, it's, it's so evident. I got to read, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read the exchange. So some idiot Canucks media player, he started this uh, tweet that kind of started all these threads that I started reading about it. And this is what I have to highlight. This makes me fucking scream. This is the icing on the cake. This guy answers his own question in the t- tweet. His name's Ian McIntyre, some Sportsnet guy from, from Vancouver, only covering the Canucks, obviously, the way he's tweeting and shit. But this is what he writes. This is his tweet. <clears throat> no Canucks took issue post-game with Wayne Simmons forcing Alex Edler to fight. Simmons had 77 NHL fights. Edler has had zero. The code is supposed to be about respect. There was none shown here. Want Edler to fight for the hit on Hyman? Fine, but send someone else. Ian, you just answered your own fucking question there, buddy. No Canucks took issue post-game. So why why are we... like all, All the media guys took a lot of issue with it, though. All the dickheads who are not in the room putting their feet into the skates and playing. Why did no one take an issue in the Canucks? Because they know that that's hockey. Also, Edler's been in the league for over 10 years. He's been in the league for over a decade. He has never had a fight in his life, but he agreed to drop the gloves. He knew it was what had to be done. He answered the bell. He made a dirty hit. He answered the bell. There's not, you got to send someone else. I just told you. Simmons coming off a nine-game scratch. That happens when he's on the ice. I don't care if it's like Jeff Skinner who hit someone. Like he's gonna go at him, and he's gonna you're gonna take a beating. That's that's hockey. You can do that. It's amazing. And then this is what Farhan says back. I'm gonna read you. I'm just gonna read you this thread. This is Farhan going back. He quote tweets that tweet I just read to you. He goes, "The code is garbage. This fight was garbage. Why did the player safety NHL even bother suspending him?" And Barnaby goes, I'm going to read you. This is Barnaby coming back to him. It's not about the code, guys. Media talks about code all the time, LOL. Showing your teammates you will do any for them, and anything for them, is what it's about. I played 15 fucking years and never heard the word code once. This is Farhan. Farhan, in, CFL insider, Farhan Lalljay. Going back to him. Matt, much respect to everything you did in the game, but if Edler, who doesn't have a history of this type of play, got rightfully rightfully suspended for a careless hit, why does he have to fight and fight a heavyweight? First of all, heavyweight. Watch your fucking mouth, heavyweight. Don't even throw... There's no heavyweights in the NHL anymore. And I don't think we're going to deem Wayne Simmons' 77 career fights heavyweight, Farhan. Lock it up. But he goes, and and fight a heavyweight, no less, who has never fought before. What was proven? And this is Barnaby coming back to him. It's not about him. It's about the Leafs. It's about Simmons saying he will stand up for his teammate and that you will pay. Knowing your teammates have your back. 
you hit my guy and I'm going to punch you right in the face. And then this is what he, this is Farhan coming back. Yeah, that's another one I can't wrap my head around. Even if the hit was clean and hard, you're expected to fight over it. And then he goes, nope, it's not expected. You don't have to fight, but you will take a beating. But my guess is you have never been in a room to see how a team reacts. Just a guess. Hashtag media. And this is where I start fucking getting mad. This is, this is his answer. This is the media mogul on TV making his thoughts heard. Ah, yes, that must be the answer. No, I've never played in the NHL, but I have coached football for 30 plus years. I appreciate the emotion in a locker room among teammates. Farhan, you can't fight in football. There's no fighting in football. You could be in a fucking locker room for 185 years. You're not going to understand how a fight impacts a dressing room. People love talk. People are always like, I don't understand hockey. Why is there fighting in hockey? It doesn't make any sense. Like, there's other sports. They have emotion. Uh, they, they don't fight. There's there's contact sports. They don't fight. Bunch of football players. They're not fighting. I'm like, shut up. People say, we shouldn't fight after a clean hit. What, what do you Don't hit them then if you don't want to fight. That's the kind of mental sorcery that a fight can bring to you. People are like, oh, it's just the Department of Player Safety. Why are they even suspending him? He already took his beating. Do you think that the, the Department of Player Safety is in the back of everyone's mind mid-game? You're like going to go hit a guy or something? You're not going to be like, oh, shit. I better not do this. I'm going to get fined $5,000. Because for some reason, that's a fine in the NHL, $5,000. Like the other day when McKinnon got fined for throwing his helmet at Garland, they fined him $5,000. What's that? Fucking one-eighth of a percent of his salary? That guy wipes his ass with $5,000 probably every day. $5,000. What's, what's going to stop? You know what's going to probably stop people? If, if you do something dumb on the ice, there's a chance you might get punched right in the face repetitively. Tell you what, that's a little bit more of a deterrent than rules and, and penalties and fines. $5,000 shit fines. Guys are wiping their ass with it. Get fucking real. And then people, like Farhan, I got to go back to this Farhan bullshit. He goes... Ah, yes, that must be it, because I never play in the NHL with, like, the eye roll emoji. To which Barnaby then asks, may I ask what level you coach? And Farhan goes, I coach high school. Certainly not the pros, but I'm not simply someone who talks about sports. I've committed my life to it as a coach and now a father. Farhan, there's no fighting in high school football. It doesn't really, it's not crazy to me that you can't wrap your head around how that might affect a locker room. Also, what, what's the outrage about fighting? It's a, like, if there's a clean hit and they want to fight after, get after it. Let them fucking go. Who cares? Fighting is a unique aspect of the game of hockey that is not present in other sports. Why are we trying to, I mean, dehumanize that? Why are we trying to, why is that a negative thing? MMA is apparently the fastest growing sport in the world. And <clears throat> no one's fucking, no one, all they're bitching about in hockey is how dangerous it is and all this shit. Hockey, there's an instigator rule. You have to agree to fight. There's two men willingly agreeing to fight. They drop their gloves and they fight. Like the, there's an agreeance. These guys aren't thrown out there and like fighting to, to stay alive. Some of them are maybe. And if they are, that's their own choice. If you don't want to, don't fucking play hockey then. I don't understand. Like I don't get why we vilify the fighting aspect of it. I, we don't want anyone to get hurt. That's not the point of sport. That's not the point of... Uh, even in the UFC and stuff. I don't think those guys are out there trying to inflict bodily harm in the sense that they want to create injuries. No, they're trying to win. They're trying, it, it's it's a competitive thing. And um, you can do things in sport that aren't deemed necessary or acceptable in life. That's why it's a fucking sport. 
We play contact sports. It's almost like a form of organized warfare so that we don't let that aggression and that kind of stuff outplay and come out in everyday life. That's what sports are for in my eyes. Is it not? Like Cam Jansen was a, he was an absolute savage apparently as a child. And he said, if I didn't have something like hockey to channel my rage and, and put that all into, I, I feel like I would have been out in the street throwing hands instead. I don't think that's a good look. Is it? I just don't get the, the, everyone just bitches about fighting so much in hockey. I'm like, it's fighting. Like you can fight in hockey. It's not that crazy to me. Like lock it up. If an NHL had a brain, they would focus on the fighting aspect. That's how different is that from, from any other sport? Like if, if you don't know anything about hockey, you probably know that there's fighting allowed because it's so unique that it's hilarious. So I don't get why we try to like, we, we try to shun that. Like it just, ugh, it blows my mind, man. And like, I, I just, the game's always changing. Like a sport is a sport, no? Or shouldn't we get better at the sport? Like hockey, they're always talking about, oh, we got to increase goal scoring. Well, then tell the kids to rip a couple more pucks in the driveway and learn how to fucking put it home. We don't need to get rid of rules, bigger nets, smaller goalie pads, fucking this and that. Just get better at the game. The sport is the sport. Stop trying to change the rules to make it better. I don't change the rules of Monopoly so I can have a better time playing it. I just don't play it then, probably. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just foolish to me. I think that the NHL should hand over all marketing responsibilities to this project, to the podcast, because I think you're all well aware of how well I'm doing at promoting this show. I'm doing very well. My Instagram page is really good and I'm posting things regularly and they're getting a lot of traction online. My episodes, I am getting tons of viewers. I don't, who knows? At this point, I could be talking to myself. It's like I'm just talking. Maybe no one even listened this far in the episode. I'm just sitting here smacking my head against the mic for no reason, clapping my lips for no reason. Very much could be the case. Very much could be the case. Folks, I don't, I'm not going to go on too much longer here. Um, this show though, um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to start doing the like a Sunday release, I think is going to be my goal. Um, weekly episodes still, but now I am working full time. I'm going to be working a ton too. So I'm going to have to really commit to getting this out. I'm, I'm hoping that a Sunday night release, Monday release, that kind of thing. Um, that's going to be the goal. And um, as you all know, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty bad at getting it out um, consistently on the same time. But I think that Sundays are going to have to be the day. I'm going to be working a ton and uh, it, it's, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, I've talked about getting some cool guests on. Um, there's still going to be episodes with just me. But um, we're going to mix it up. We're going to keep having fun. And um, I just can't believe episode number 37, folks. 37. Um, it should be up in the 50s, something like that. Because I, uh, I've missed a couple of weeks. But uh, it's been fun, folks. I have such a good time doing this. And I'm sorry I got a little carried away there at the beginning. But I, I do get angry. And I think that um, instead of doing something like therapy and talking to someone about your problems, I'm going to just continue with this podcast and I'm gonna let it all fucking fly. Let it just let it fly out there, folks. So wherever you're listening to this, I hope you're having a great gosh darn day. If you're at the work, if you're working as you're listening to this, keep powering through. Who cares if your boss is an asshole and you hate him? That's fine. He's the one that hands you the money at the end of the day and go home. Buy something with it. Throw it at, wipe your ass with it. Who, who cares? You can do whatever you want, folks. Just remember at the end of the day, um, nothing matters. Nothing matters. So, smile. The only thing that really matters is this show. This fucking show. Folks, thank you so much for listening to episode number 37. We'll be talking to you very soon. This is Hopsy. Baby, while I'm signing off. Thank you, bye.
topsy Baby boy I'm obsessed with the microphone It's all I've ever known Now I heard some speculation This is the world's greatest podcast Folks, we already fucking knew that This is the best show in town I'm also the best singer on these films Boy, I don't know how I don't have a label In several hit towns When I sing like this feel like I live somewhere in like the Appalachians and I, I got a dog named Boris and he's out there yelling at something and I don't care because he fucking doesn't have a leash and he just runs around and does whatever the fuck he wants to do, shits where he wants to shit and fucks where he wants to fuck, I don't give a shit. My name is Hopsy, baby boy, Paul Jack is Creedence Lord, we already I'm sorry about that, but I just, for some reason, I'm not going to take that out. I'm going to leave it in there, folks. Bye. This is episode 37. I also totally ripped that song completely. That's a, that's a Tyler Childers song. It's actually called Hard Times, and I just made up my own words to it. But it's a sick tune. You should definitely check it out. Thanks, folks. Bye. Episode 37. Thanks for listening.